This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters Podcast, where we take the intimidation out of well-being and beauty to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. We are sisters-in-law and your hosts. I'm Amy Sherman. And I'm Katie Chandler. So let's get into some real conversation. Welcome back to the show, Nirvana Sisters family. It's Amy and Katie, and we're so excited to have Kat Ashmore back with us. Yay! It's been years. So just for the history. So Kat came on our show a couple of years ago. I looked back, it was episode 38. Now we're like on 150 or something, which is crazy. You were not just starting, but like somewhat new to the space. Now you've obviously evolved and we're so excited to catch up with you and hear more. But let me give our listeners, because we have so many more listeners now, the scoop on Kat Ashmore, aka Kat Can Cook. So Kat Ashmore is a chef, recipe developer, and digital creator behind Kat Can Cook. She graduated from the award-winning Institute of Culinary Education in New York and went on to work for Martha Stewart, developing retail recipes and producing cooking segments on the eight-time Emmy award-winning The Martha Stewart Show. Kat lives in Fairfield County, Connecticut with her husband, Michael, and their family. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have you here. We've been following you. We're so proud of everything you've done. We can't wait to hear everything. So welcome, welcome. Oh, so, so great to be here. I can't believe it was like, it was what, two years ago? Yeah, it was like 2022. I looked back. I can't remember what month, but yeah, I was looking back and like, oh my God, episode 38. That's crazy. So long ago. Wow. So long ago. I know. Time is such a funny thing. I, I don't even know half the time, like what was last month? What was five years ago? It's just, I know. It all, it all kind blends of blends together. together. No, it's so, it's so great to be back here with you. Yeah. It's thanks so for good being to be here, here with us. Um, Why don't we start with our Nirvana business before we get into it? We're so excited to catch up, but let's 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 yes. start off with we our We haven't Nirvana done this in a while, Katie. I know. What was your Nirvana this week, Amy? Did you have um, one? <laughs> I did. So Katie knows I love I, I get crazy sometimes with organizing. And so I went to the container store, which is like my favorite place. And I got these like new closet organizers for all my sweaters because all my sweaters, you know how like they pile up. And I've been trying to figure out for years, like, how do I do my sweaters neat so they don't fall over? So anyway, I got these like closet organizers for my sweater and now they're all like neat and organized. So when I walk in, I feel so good. So I did that organizing. And then I also did organizing up like all my makeup and skincare. So I moved stuff stuff out of my bathroom and put it like, I have like a little vanity, which I never use. And now I'm like actually using it. And I organized it and everything's like has a home and it just feels 
clean and organized and lovely. And I just, I love that feeling. And I don't do it enough, but sometimes I get crazy and I start organizing and then I don't do it for like months, but it just feels good to have that organization. So that was my Nirvana this week. What about you, Katie? Uh, I would say mine was, I found my favorite game that I used to play. It sounds so nerdy, but I used my friends and I used to play this game until like midnight all the time on like Friday nights, instead of going to the club, we would play Rummy Cube. And I forgot about it. All these years, I forgot really about, about it. that like, game. Yeah, in it's years. so fun. My my kids are old enough to play now, so I found the game, and we've been playing it after school oh my God. on the weekends. And so we did it a couple times this week, and it was it's fun. I love it. I'm obsessed. That's so fun. I think that was mine doing it with the so kids. Fun. What about you, Kat? My Nirvana was probably so. We recently moved into a new home, and we have a hot tub, and we've been going in the hot tub like every couple of nights, I would say. And we had a big snow here in Connecticut, or not big, but it was our first one of the seasons, which is always really pretty, right? Because it's not gray yet. It's all just really white and beautiful. And there was one night where it was snowing and we were out in the hot tub and I was with the kids. We're five and seven now. So even my seven-year-old, and I wasn't expecting this, but he's... He doesn't want to be with me as much. Aww. And, you know, he's got like the video games and these things that I'm not really a part of. So when we have an opportunity to just all get on the same level and just enjoy something together and there's no distractions and we're like catching snowflakes on our tongue. And mm. it was one of those moments, you know, where you kind of like hover above your life and you're like, this is joy. Like these yeah. are the good old days, like snapshot. I you love know, that. Was, I said chills. It yeah. Very, it was very powerful, you know. And then I was like yelling at them like 30 minutes later. But like for the moment, <laughs> right. it was pure bliss. And I just think it's so important to recognize those moments of like this is happiness. This is happiness. It's you so know? true. It's so yeah, true. tuck it away somewhere, you know, tuck it away and take it with yep. you. Those moments yeah. are few and far between, I feel like as they get older. Agree. Agree. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. And it's crazy because last time you were here, your kids were like really little, little, uh, little. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Little, little. Okay, and that's when you had just gotten back to work. So that's yeah. so circling back to your work. You, when we talked yeah. to you, you'd just kind of been in for. Was it maybe a few months that you had done the transition into Cat Can Cook and really diving into to your TikTok following and everything? Mm-hmm. And now here we are, huge yeah. announcement. Tell us, tell us all the tell things. Us, tell us, tell the us big everything. <laughs> I mean, everything's everything's great. It like everything's everything is really great. Um, yeah, it'll be four years this summer since I started creating on Cat Can Cook, but really you know, I would say 2021 is, I mean, that's the first year that I was able to monetize it all. It was the first year, you know, I switched my website over from um, Squarespace to WordPress. Like I started to like actually make it a real business. Yeah. And so it hasn't been a long time, but so much has happened. And I feel like when you put, when you place yourself in the right position, sometimes the universe just kind of like does works really quickly. And yeah. he's like, okay, she's, she's here. She's ready. Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's so fun to just have watched you grow over these last few years and like, ta-da, hello, cookbook. I mean, 
Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I remember because it was so impactful. I remember when you filmed yourself getting the call about Mm -hmm. doing the book or like the deal had closed or whatever it was. And it was like so emotional. I remember that. And now it's like, it's here and you have this beautiful, incredible book, which I've been like just just going through the last few days. I'm obsessed. Thank you. It it feels to me like the book I would want to have. Yeah. And the a book that, you know, I waited a while to do a cookbook, having been in the industry, having, you know, gone to culinary school and working for Martha. And I have had a couple of opportunities to do cookbooks in the past, but it didn't feel like I needed to do a cookbook until right. until now. Until like, about right. Until it felt right, because it's out of immense respect and appreciation for the cookbook industry that I just didn't want to do a book unless it was going to be something really different. And it was really adding to the conversation, changing the conversation. And it feels like this book is that. It really is. I mean, I am not a good cook by any stretch. Katie's much better than me. And I'm always looking for like really simple, easy. And I was going through this and I have like a few cookbooks that I sometimes look at, but like, this is just so user-friendly. When I, I was, I was saying to Katie, what I really enjoyed is that in the beginning of the book, you have the pantry staples, which mm-hmm. I think is so helpful. So for our listeners, there's like a little section on salt and pepper and oils and what kind of milk and gluten-free and just all these staples. So that way, when you go through the recipes, it's all like you have all the answers you need. And then when I was looking at these recipes, I was like, oh, this recipe is three steps. This recipe is four steps. Perfect. Um, so that's that's like amazing for someone like me who really doesn't cook a lot. But like I just told my son, my younger one, who's now in eighth grade, but he's like in the phase where he is eating nonstop. I can't keep up with him. And I wish I'm always like, I wish I was like a good cook so I could just make all this stuff so he would just have stuff. So I told him, I was like, go through the book I just got this weekend, pick out recipes that you want me to make for you. And I'll have these ready to go. But like, I don't know exactly what you like. Your your taste is changing all the time. So like pick some recipes. So he's going to pick some oh, recipes from the book this so week. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah, that's great. If he likes If he likes meatballs, the chimichurri meatballs are mm. a great one because you can you can form them and freeze them, or you can just make like a double or triple batch and then freeze them. And they're just ready to go. You put them on grain bowls, you tuck them into pitas, you, you know, just eat them with your fingers, which is usually what I do. So good. Uh, Yeah. So that kind of thing. But these recipes are really, it's what I make at home. Yeah. Like I don't make multiple meals for dinner. I I know people are like, how do you do that? It doesn't mean that my kids eat every single thing on the plate. I make sure that there's a safe food on the plate that I know they're going to eat or two usually that I know that they're going to eat. Sometimes they'll take a little bite and be like, no, but like the turkey feta burgers that I just made them a few days ago and my kids ate them two nights in a row. And it's like, they, they have kale in them. I mean, they wouldn't eat kale on its own, but they will eat them. Now they wouldn't eat them last year, but <laughs> things changed. So, <laughs> you know, those kinds of recipes I think are just so helpful and it's really familiar concepts, right? It's just taken in a modern kind of unique direction. Like the 
meatloaf, for instance, you know, like everybody knows meatloaf, but like, this is just an amazing meatloaf with caramelized onions and horseradish. And it just like Mm. kicks up the flavor and it's familiar, but it's different at the same time. It's not intimidating at all, which is why I like it. I find most cookbooks just like out of my reach. Like they're just too complicated or just feels too like, yeah, it's very approachable, very, like I said before, like very user-friendly, not intimidating. Like it's, it's fabulous. So what is your, I mean, there's like how many recipes in here? Over a hundred, I think. Um, like what's your favorite one? Well, I have like two questions on this. Like what's your favorite one? And then like give our listeners three easy and quick weekdays, like weekday meals. We can make them every week. Weekday super easy. Meals. Weekday yeah, meals. Sure. Yep. And so look, so the first recipe that always comes to mind when people ask about this is the most complicated recipe in the book. Now, when I say that, it's not complicated. It was very complicated for me to develop it because it took me three years, but it's the three-year gluten-free bread. And it literally took me three years to perfect this recipe. Okay. Thousands of hours of iterations. By the end, I was like asking my husband, like, what do you think about the crust on this? And he was just like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's the same thing. You know, it was so minute, but I'm obsessive. And this is a bread that it's gluten-free. So yes, you buy some of the ingredients that maybe you don't have on hand, but like you buy them, you have them, you can mix the dough, you can bake it and you can eat it in the same day. There's no overnight rest. So if you wake up on a Sunday, I make it every single Sunday, you wake up on a Sunday morning, you're like, I want fresh bread for dinner. You can have that. So that is a recipe that I'm really, really proud of. And people have been chomping at the bit to get this recipe. And it was the one recipe I knew I had to save. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this has to be in the cookbook. Um, The, the baked good, all of the baked good recipes are fantastic. It's like, my husband is often like, I don't know why people are so crazy about your salads. Like it's your baked goods that are like, crazy good. And a lot of them are gluten and dairy free or just have less sugar. I'm always looking at how to make, how to keep the integrity of a recipe so that it tastes like, you know, it is a brownie. It is a piece of cake. It is those things. It's just like, how much can I cut back on the sugar mm-hmm. without it affecting the integrity of the recipe? And how can I be imparting flavor another way? What is the role that this ingredient? So I, it, a lot of things go into account but the New York style crumb cake is fantastic. And it basically mimics those like big squares of crumb cake that every New York corner mm. store sells. That's so like good. wrapped in cellophane. Yeah. Oh, and it's that like yes. big vanilla cake with like the boulder size crumb topping. Yes. And it's, yeah, oh. it's that. Looks it's great. Phenomenal. Oh. And it's phenomenal. will eat this, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just phenomenal. Um, and, but I really think, as you said, that dinner is really the Achilles heel for a lot of people. A right. lot of moms. It kills me. Right. It's just like, and it's often not very fun to make dinner yeah. for yeah. your family. I mean, even for me and I love to cook, but usually it's just like, I have to cook something because mm-hmm. I'm their parent and that's part of the deal. And I'm like <laughs> supposed to feed them. I wish they would intermittent fast, but I haven't <laughs> been successful with that yet. Um, so when it comes to dinner recipes, so I've got two different chapters. There's the Sunday suppers and then there's the weeknights chapter. And one of 
the most popular recipes with my kids, aside from the chimichurri meatballs that kill in feta turkey burgers, like they love the miso teriyaki pork tenderloin. Mm. And it's a really quick thing to make because pork tenderloin, it's, you know, it's lean, it's not expensive. It is quick to make. And you just have this beautiful miso teriyaki glaze that is literally, I mean, how many ingredients? Yeah, I think it's five ingredients and it's fantastic. Um, so stuff like that, where you're able to all enjoy the same protein. Maybe your kids won't eat the vegetable or, you know, something like that, but at least you're not making completely separate meals all the time. Yeah. yeah that's what I feel like I'm doing with my youngest and she's my oldest has come around and she'll eat just about anything I put in front of her. But your tip, you told us this when you were on the first time of having a, a safe food that they, you, you know, without a doubt, they're both going to eat. I've been using that ever since and it really does work, but you know, then I end up cooking like an extra protein just to get that in her as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like the weeknight thing, it's the time crunch, right? That's why we're all so it's not super fun to cook when you uh, bedtime routine is in half an hour, they have to get mm -hmm. up early. So blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a totally different story when it's on the weekend. And, and it's just like coming up really with what you're going to make. That's the worst part. Right. I mean, like the every planning. night, my husband are like, what are we going to eat? I mean, yesterday, yeah. when I think about it, like yesterday I marinated chicken and I did like slow cooker all day, just threw it in there and I like forgot I did it. And then at five o'clock I was like, ah, I forgot I already put that in. So like that was great. Yeah. But like, I don't think about it every day, but like the thinking about it is the worst part, right? You're like, oh, what it is. it's like it a is. classic problem, right? And everyone says the same thing about it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's I the always tell people to think about it in the morning. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. That's when you're sharper. Ideally plan out your meals on a Sunday. That's when I like to do it. I do my grocery shop on the weekend and then I plan out my meals on a Sunday um, where I'm rested because nobody's going to be innovative or creative or, you know, even that mindful when they're in a rush, right? right. So make it enjoyable, e but even in the morning, okay. Even in the morning, get out your protein, take a quick look at it. It'll take you five minutes. Just like wrap your head around. This is what's happening. Even if you do nothing with it, right? Because it's, it's the mental shift of like, so oh, now I have to think about this. Just yeah. Think about it in the morning when you've got the most motivation and the most energy. So true. Well, and that's what I love about in your book that you hear three staples because if everyone has these in their pantry at all times, then you know when they're running low, that's an easy thing to add to the grocery list. And then you pick out a couple things to add to the grocery list, the proteins, the vegetables, and you're set. I mean, sometimes the the meal planning through the week, what I need to make those meals happen. It's right. overwhelming. So to be able to have something More. to have your book where it's, just, it's, I, people don't use cookbooks as much as I feel like they used to. And it's all like Google and searching online and Pinterest. It's, there's something so refreshing about having a book in my hand. I can open it up and I can say, okay, I need one, two, three, four, five ingredients. And yeah. then, oh, I've got my pantry staples. It's, it just simplifies the whole thing. I really love it. What is one of your favorite meals to cook when you have like all the time and you're enjoying oh, it? Yeah. When I have all the time, I mean, that's more project cooking. So I love to do things that are just like slow cooked that can kind of like bubble away. I love soups and stews because mm. there's so many different directions you can take them in. They're all about building flavor, which is something I'm really big on. 
like the whole soups and stews chapter is, I mean, I, I hope it's obvious that they're like knock out of the park good. But one of the things that my kids actually love are these slow cooked indoor ribs because, oh, and they yeah. could not, when I tell you, they are the one of the easiest recipes in the entire book. Really? Because they, cook, they literally cook themselves. Okay. So you are doing a combination. I've got spices here. I add a little bit of dark brown sugar. You've got paprika, oregano, garlic, onion, coriander, but you could use whatever spice blend you want to. You don't need to, I'm not dogmatic about what spices you use. And then the key is just cooking them low and slow. We're talking yeah. like 250 degrees for like three and a half to four hours and just forget about them. You take off the tin foil. You is boil this it on top slow cooked ribs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just so simple. So on a Sunday, and the, the nice thing about that is that when you've got something that you can just forget about, you've got mental energy and physical energy and time to maybe be a little bit more creative and make your own salad dressing, you know, pair it with something else instead of like, oh, I just have to like steam up some broccoli because I'm supposed to have a vegetable. Right. I, I love yeah. this recipe actually like doesn't look intimidating at all. Like this looks like, no. oh, wait, I could make this. Maybe I'll it's make it this not, weekend. You're not inspiring intimidating. me. Yeah. It's not intimidating at all. I this episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I feel like all of your recipes are really approachable. I mean, as I'm flipping through, they're like five steps, six yeah. steps. Right. Again, five steps. I mean, it's really and they're not something long. That, so you're not, they're like, not oh. long. You could do it That's with the kids. Huge, yeah, that is, so that is a huge, a huge part of the recipe development process for me is that much like Coco Chanel says, like a woman should accessorize and then take one thing off before leaving the house. I am a lot of my editing is removing things, mm, removing smart. ingredients, removing steps. Like how much does this really need to be done in two bowls? Can it be done in one bowl? Like maybe I'll add the baking soda at this stage instead. So it activates more. So a lot goes into a recipe being simple. And it's very so thoughtful. It's almost like harder to make it simple. I would think you, way have, harder. you have to iterate constantly to get it there. Way harder. I wanted the recipes to almost all be on one page. I, I'm always eliminating steps. Like how much does this really need to chill in the refrigerator? Like, can I get away with it? Maybe I need to replace it with a different ingredient. So I'm always looking at how can I make this easier, less time consuming, and really just take up less mental energy, you know? I love yeah. that. One yeah, of the many reasons why you have three plus million followers <laughs> on, is that, is that right? Three million no, plus? Is that no, what I saw last? 
it's not quite, it's, I mean, between Instagram and TikTok, I'm like just under 3 million. Um, yeah. But yeah. Crazy. It's and and speaking of the 3 million and one of the big things that um, made you go viral was your hungry lady salads, which I know we talked about last time, which we're still obsessed with. And yeah. for our listeners, there's a huge section in the cookbook with all the hungry lady salad recipes, which is incredible because yeah, to have so all that good. in one place, they're so good. It's the they largest just... chapter. It's the largest chapter in the book. And it's not actually all of the hungry lady salads. Oh, it's just like your favorite. Because I mean, I have like 46, oh my like God. 47 salads. Right. You have to have, point, that's so. your second book, like just the yeah. hungry lady salad book. I mean, <laughs> they're going to need to be factored in. I did actually just we did just sign to do book two. Oh my Yay. God. Right. So yeah. Incredible. Um, that's actually just signed to do book two and three. If I'm honest. Oh my, oh my gosh. Kat. Yeah, that's, girl, amazing. that's amazing. So it's good. I mean, yes, the orders have been so strong and the enthusiasm has been so strong that it's the way that the community has shown up. It's really our book. And I always say that like, I am the voice, but you all are the microphone. I don't exist with that. I mean, you get the message out, you get excited about it or else I would just be like sitting in my kitchen, like dancing to my food without anybody <laughs> there. So like, that's not quite as effective. Um, but yes. So the hungry lady salad section. So the entire book is about 90% new, new recipes and then 10% fan favorite recipes. Great. The Hungry Lady Salad section is 18 recipes. So 14 of them are brand new and four of them are fan favorite. Amazing. Nice. Great. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, those salads, like I know we talked about this last time, like you can make them and just have them for like how yeah. like a couple of days, throw them mm -hmm. on with your dinner, oh, have them for sometimes lunch. Sometimes like, even up to a week. I mean, it's, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm always, I'm always wanting to give back that gift of time. You know, that's yeah. one of the things we just never have enough of. So taking advantage of when you have some time, make this salad, have it in the fridge so that like you have something to look forward to for lunch every day. You know, it doesn't yes. just get the job done. It's like, and then you have more mental energy to think about dinner. Like it's all this, right. it all plays into yeah. each other. Like, I don't want you waking up being like, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to have for dinner? You're not going to do, you're not going to do your best work that way. It's all, it's all laid out. Okay. So yeah. this book is truly gorgeous and stunning. Like just the photos and the layout and all that stuff. Um, what was your favorite part of like putting this together? I imagine it's such a creative and fun process and I'm sure very, very grueling as well. But like, what was your favorite part of the whole experience? I think my favorite part of the experience was crafting the story around the book. I'm very much a storyteller at heart that is at like the core of all of the content I do. And it has been the most common thread through my whole career, whether it was, you know, telling stories on television with Martha or then on corporate side or as a gourmet foods buyer, telling the story on a retail level. And I love to write. So really creating the recipes. I mean, if I had my way, I would be in my kitchen listening to music just creating recipes, writing recipes, editing recipes from morning to night. That's yeah. my, it, there's nothing I love more. And I look at every recipe like a story. Like mm -hmm. there are different characters that you need that round out the story and they bring out certain things in each other. And it creates this like holistic, rich 
story. So creating the recipes and then also just like writing the head notes about each recipe because it, it my communication style is very personal. I want people to feel like they are at home with me, cooking with me. And I always love to read that in a cookbook. I want yeah. that pers- that personal element, yes. you know, because it's, it, they're my favorite stories to read even, even now. Yeah. It's so yeah, true. You do an excellent job with that of, me, of feeling like someone is in, in the kitchen cooking with you. And I, I'm, I'm like a friend. Yeah. Like friend. That's definitely a piece of huge factor of, of your fan following and everything. You just make it, it's like you talk, you're talking to your girlfriends or your friends about yeah. how to make something or, and that reminds me, uh, we were speaking about it earlier before we got on that your fans, that your followers are constantly asking you other questions about your life, not just about the food, because they feel like they know you so well, right? I mean, you guys are very connected. So we were just talking about how absolutely stunning your skin is. Skin is skinning. skinning. (laughs) What are are all the things that are, you know, other things going on in your life, like that gorgeous glowing skin? How are you getting it? What are you doing? Thank you. Um, You know, it's still so, I'm so grateful and humbled by, and I really receive all of the compliments that I get around my skin now because I wasn't historically someone that was complimented on their skin. Like not that it was like horrific at certain points. It just like, wasn't that, you know, it wasn't notable. And so it's really amazing. I do work at it. I mean, there's a lot that I do, right? So some people are kind of like, oh, that's too much. And it, it might be. I mean, for me, I really enjoy We need it. to hear the whole breakdown because we yeah. love this. We need okay. to hear every single step. I will give step. you the entire breakdown. <laughs> so right, everybody listen in. Yes. I mean, take notes. So there's the topical stuff that I use, the products, and then there's the stuff that I use, that I use and just lifestyle choices right. that help, right? Like I don't drink alcohol anymore. That helps. Yeah. Like that absolutely helps. Okay. So I'm just more hydrated on a regular basis. I eat a lot of whole foods that helps. I drink a lot of water that helps. I do a cold blast at the end of my shower for 60 seconds. So like as cold as I can stand it, that helps, right? Mm -hmm. Like I do transcendental meditation every day that helps, right? Like stress is all of it is reflected in your skin and in the way that you look and the the way that you feel is also reflected, right? So all of those lifestyle things matter. And then as far as like my skin routine on a daily basis, how much like into the weeds do you want me to get? Oh, we want the weeds. Like the weeds. Amazing. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, because it's like a non-negotiable for me to do these things. So in the morning, I do my first skincare related thing I do is I do gua sha mm-hmm. every morning with a face oil. Um, I am very like regimented with my mornings. I wake up very early, usually around 4 30, 4 45. Um, I do like my workout in the mornings. I first thing I have is 32 ounces of warm water with lemon and salt, like those types of things. I do I do my gua sha. That's the first skincare related thing. And then I go upstairs before I get in the shower. I'm literally thinking of everything I did this morning. Before I get in the shower, <laughs> we love it. I use an oil-based cleanser. So I've been using, is it Better Skin for Better Skin? I think that that's the name of it. Okay. Um, just some kind of an oil-based 
cleanser. Yep. So I will just put that on. I hop in the shower, rinse it off. Like, especially in the winter time, I'm doing a lot of stuff that is hydrating, even when it's cleansing. Yeah. So I will use that. I get out. The next thing I do is I put my toner on. I just like tap it all over my face, my decollete, my neck, my hands. And then I will put on my red light therapy mask, which uh, do you guys use a red light therapy Mm -hmm. mask? I yeah. have one. Yeah. I don't use it religiously, but I have one. I need to be Do you have the Dr. Dennis Gross one or which one do you have? No, I have the current body one. Okay. Another one. And I have used it every day for four months and it's made a really big difference in the like tone of my skin. I see brown spots have faded. That's like the biggest difference that I've wow. noticed. How long it. do you wear it for? 10 minutes. Okay. So what I always do is I put on my robe, I put on the neck one and the face one, and then I do stuff. Like I pack the kids' lunches. I, I'm never just like sitting, hanging out, right? Like right. I'm always doing multiple things at once. So then I do that. I take that off. And then I use a serum. I usually use, so my friend Jenna launched um, a company called BIOS. And so I don't know if you've seen it, B-Y-O-S. It stands for- We'll have to look it up. It's like a pink, it's like a pink container and it's basically like vitamin C and Bacuchiol. Is it Bacuchiol? I don't know. This is a a new ingredient. Probably butchering it, but it's fantastic. It's, It's kind of touted as like a retinol alternative Got it. Uh, but I still use Tret every few days at night. Yeah. But it's just, you know, I use some kind of serum. So I do my serum. And then after that, I will do my moisturizer. So I've been loving the Dermalogica moisturizer lately. Um, it's fantastic. And then I spray the, uh, like a tanning spray, the yep. Saint-Tropez spray. Oh, yeah. That. So that gives you a really nice glow. Um and that's my morning. Is that like a crazy lot? And then I take no. my liquid collagen, like when I go downstairs, which is like completely changed my skin. Um, but that has mostly just changed the skin from like, it's almost like a balloon was blown up in my yeah. skin. Yeah. It's um, like plump. Very much so. Okay. So and then nighttime. And yeah. then I'll talk about nighttime. the collagen because I want to hear about the it, collagen shoot. Okay. So yeah. what's the nighttime routine? Nighttime routine is I will do, so I take off my makeup with either LMS or oh, yeah. again, like an oil based. And I've been using the Dermalogica pre-cleanse lately that I hmm. love. I love Dermalogica products. They sent me a bunch of stuff to try. And so I've been using the pre-cleanse and I absolutely love it. It's really light. So I take that off and then I do a second cleanse with just like a Cetaphil or something like gentle, but like a proper cleanse, yeah, right? Like a double cleanse. Yep. 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 And then Every, I switch it up a little bit where every few days I will use the P50 by mm-hmm. Biologique Recherche, which is like great. It's strong. Yeah, so I do that nice like that. Yeah. every few nights, I would say. I don't use that if I'm using tretinoin that night. I do tret like every third night as well. But one of the things that I swear by is... It's called Ialucette and it's a French name. I just ordered it. Ooh. Yes. What I is it? Use it every single night. It's unbelievable. Do you know how to use it? No. I don't even know what it so is. I was going to do my research before I came. I ordered it like yesterday. 
Yeah, it is very potent hyaluronic acid cream. Okay. That is a treatment. So it's it it won't like burn your skin or anything. I mean, it's like a very nourishing treatment, but you basically put it on damp skin. So I will do that like right after I have the toner. I'll just put a little bit of water on my skin, take like a good size amount. It's not expensive, which is part yeah. of why I like it because sometimes I feel like if something's too expensive, I don't want to use a lot right. of it. So yeah. it's like, you can use a good amount and I just put it all over my face to the point where it looks pretty white still. And then I will just take a little bit of a thick moisturizer, like Egyptian magic or um, something like that. And then I just like pat, I kind of slug it in, in that sense. And you wake up with the most moisturized, glowy Ooh, skin. Yes, that's what I heard. Phenomenal. I'm a big fan of like French pharmacy. Skincare. Same. Katie was yeah. just talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to order that. It sounds amazing. So, do you do that when you put tretinoin on? Because I use tretinoin as well. Like, is it yeah. you do that on top of the tretinoin? So, I do. Okay. Some people say not to. I, you know, you hear different things from right, whatever different people. Works. I think yeah. you have to be your own physician. And you have to and play with your skin. What? How, yes, exactly. I I do. I find it very very nourishing. And I'll do a face mask like maybe once a week. Yeah. Uh, nothing crazy, but that yeah, that's one of my favorite products. Okay, and that's I'm definitely so a game changer. Yeah. What I read about that product is that it pulls moisture into your skin mm-hmm. from wherever you're adding the moisture. So like you said, your face has to be damp before, and then you're putting on like a heavy slugging cream afterwards. It's really helping that moisture seep into your skin. So if you, I read, if you use it while your face is dry and then you don't follow up with the moisturizer, it will actually dehydrate your skin because it'll pull the moisture Mm -hmm. out. Interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. I I like to know the why behind things. So I appreciate you sharing that because I, I wasn't aware of that. I just knew you needed to use it on damp skin. Yeah. And yeah, it's really, it's really fantastic. Ooh, and then I use the, the canopy humidifier at night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. yeah. We have that too. Mm-hmm. So I oh, use that every yeah. night as well. I love that you just gave us the whole like nitty gritty detail because we oh, yeah. love that. I am there. like the opposite of a gatekeeper. Like I want, I, I will share everything, like I whether you want to know it or not. So yeah. I ordered the collagen because I had seen you talk about it so many times and I was like, I need to order this. And obviously your skin looks amazing. So I just started it like, I haven't been super disciplined, but lately I have been, but I got it maybe like a month ago. So I, I don't, okay. you know, I know you said it has to, you have to do it for like a few months for you to like start. Three or four months, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I mean, it worked for me quickly. It was like within the first five weeks, I would Ooh. say. Okay. Everybody started commenting on it to me. Wow. Like my followers, like I wasn't planning on even sharing it for three months. Yeah. But people were like, what are you, you know, asking all of these questions. And now, um, and you yeah, just do like the two obvious. teaspoons in the morning or two tablespoons, two tablespoons in the morning. every morning. My husband takes it now. My mom takes it. Wow. She's 75. Um, Which like collagen for, is for it? Me, it's been this. It's Modere. Okay. And if you see like my the before and afters my collagen highlight, it's like comical. No, like, I, I, I watched comical. it. I was like, before I bought it, I watched it. I'm like, this is incredible. I mean, it's what, and like you, do you use the plain one or do you use here. the like, um, I got the one that you recommended, like the plain one. It kind of tastes like. Pure. It's like a yeah, kind of like tart. Almost. Yeah. It's yeah. not bad. But there's also yeah. flavored ones. Do they kind of work the same? 
Yes. So they're all the same amount of collagen. Yeah. Um, but like, it also has hyaluronic acid in it mm. too. Right. So it's like, you see a lot of these same ingredients. It's just like, I mean, the collagen is expensive, but you can't, you get what you pay for. Like I use less Botox now and I don't use any like eyelash serum anymore. Like, oh, really? So it's, it's affecting like your hair growth? Oh, yes. Wow. What a, good yeah. for nails also, right? Like the, the strength for of your nails. And, joint, oh, and joints. If you, I mean, yeah. my husband takes it because of his joints. Like he has no shoulder pain for the first time in like 15 years. Wow. So it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Right. I mean, I, you know, I get offers. I get like brand deal offers from different supplement companies and stuff like that constantly. You know, I'm going to be very uh, selective with who yeah. I work yeah. with because I don't want to be doing a million different things. Like I want to be doing stuff that right. works. And we trust you. I also bought um, the walking desk, like not the walking desk, the, the treadmill from you. Cause, yes. And it's so funny because you just, I had been researching for a while and then I like forgot about it. And then I saw yours. I'm like, I'm just getting the one that she recommends because I know it's good. Um, yeah, and that's been so you. nice just to not be sitting all day and just like walking yep. during the day. Um, mm -hmm. So that's great because I've noticed like, Obviously, you have so much content around cooking, but now you have a lot of like great lifestyle, lifestyle. content. Like, I'm wondering, yeah. I'm like staring at your sweater slash sweatshirt. I'm like, is that an Amazon or is it like <laughs> where you get it? Like, I love it. This is Dudley Stevens. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's the kind of thing where I think very much like Martha in a way, like she started out in catering, you know, and yeah. then she became a lifestyle brand. And yeah. I just, I've always operated in the sense where, I am going to listen to what people want from me. And yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and think I know what people should want to see from me. I'm going to talk about I mean like I am a like I'm very passionate about the things that I believe in and like creating a life that I'm excited to wake up to every morning. So I talk about it all. I talk Good about you. it. All. I love it. And you know, and it's working like, for you obviously. There are so many food creators. And there are so many websites, Food Network, New York Times cooking. If you just want recipes, go there. Like yeah. m the only thing that's really different about what I do is that I'm doing it. So I, my content is very personality forward. Like people, I, I, people I, are making I, better food than me. People are taking better photos than me. People are putting together better outfits than me, but like, I'm the only unique thing about my brand. That's right. That's, That's right. It. And you know what? I always like to follow people like you that have a specialty, right? But then you start seeing their lifestyle and you get to know them more personally because that's when you like can really connect and start trusting. Yeah. And like, it just, it makes just for better overall content yeah. and like whatever. So we love it all. And you are going on a book tour I read. So let's hear about that. Like where, where is it starting? Cause I was just saying to Katie, I think you're like, your first stop is near her. I was like, Katie, you got to go. Yes. So the first event is going to be the 23rd in Madison at RJ Julia. And January then, 23rd. okay. Mm -hmm, and then it rolls out where I'm going to be in Danbury at Barnes and Noble there. I'm going to be at um, the Del Mar in Greenwich for a really fun event. And the kitchen at Lascal is going to be making a few of my recipes for the mm. appetizers from the book. So it's really fun. And then I'll be traveling a bit where I'll be in, you know, I'll be in Rhode Island at the Williams Sonoma in New York at 
Columbus Circle, Boston, uh, Dallas, Texas. I'm going to be hosting an event with my friend Alex from The Defined Dish. And we're going to be hosting an event together. And then Houston and more stops may be added. But I have the full list on both my website and my Instagram. Okay. Yeah, you need to come to D.C. I know. I'm actually surprised that we haven't prioritized D.C. yet. I mean, a lot of it is just based on analytics, right? And where your demographics are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people are. But I know that I've got, we've got a lot of people in D.C. for sure. Because Well, if you come, let me know. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Definitely. I can interview you live. We could do an Iran Sisters Live. I love that. Take some Q&A from the audience. You see what I'm saying? I got it. I I got it. I love that. (laughs) Um, One other thing I wanted to mention, I know we talked about it last time and you mentioned it um, recently somewhere, but, and I, again, always think of you about this, like, what can I add to my plate? Like that philosophy. So like if I'm making a salad or I'm making like yogurt in the morning, I think to myself, like, what can I add that's like healthy? That's going to satiate me. Like, can I add nuts? Can I add whatever? And like, that has stuck with me. I think it's such a good tip. Yeah. I'm so glad it's been huge for me. It's really been huge for me because I don't snack that often now. And I don't even realize that I don't really snack until people are like, no snack. Like it's crazy to some people, but my meals are really satiating. So I just, I, I don't snack that much. (laughs) And I need to make, I saw in the cookbook and then I noticed it on your feed when I looked because I totally missed this one over the holidays. Like I love peppermint cookies or anything like peppermint around the holidays. And I saw those peppermint cookies. I was like, I know it's the holidays, but I really need to make that. They look so good. Yeah. My, my seven-year-old said that those are the best cookies he's had in his life so far, which is like, <laughs> oh. well, I mean, that is the ultimate review. Yeah. Absolutely. So sweet. Oh, I love yeah, but like, you'll note that there's granulated sugar and there's butter yeah. in there. Yeah. Like, I am not afraid of classic baking ingredients. Right. I'm not afraid of any ingredients. I want a cookie to taste like a really good cookie. So right. if you're going to have it, you might as well. It. Yeah. We're just for looking sure. at like, how much do we actually need? And by cutting back on this, what changes do I need to make so that we still get the texture we want? We still get the browning we want, you know, all of that. Um, that's just, that's my way. But we're still so letting good. a cookie be a cookie. Yes, very much so. <laughs> and again, that way you aren't feeling like, oh, I'm going to this place. Do I need to make like, healthy cookies that I'm going to want to eat? Or do I need to make like totally indulgent cookies that I can't eat, but other people will enjoy? It's like, no, you can, you can do both. You can do both. You can have both. Oh, good. Okay. Like we could literally talk to you all day. We love you. We love watching you. Like so fun. I just like, and we need to meet in person. So Katie and I need to stop by one of your book tours. Like this is crazy. We have to make that happen. Email me and we'll We'll yeah. chat about that. We'll we'll yeah. figure out something. So let's get into our little wrap session. I know we did this last time, but I'm sure well, we basically like the first question, what's your favorite wellness or beauty hack? I feel like we went through your whole routine, so we love it. But just give us one thing, like your favorite yeah. hack. Yeah. I'm okay. My favorite wellness hack, I will say, because this is mental wellness and we haven't mm-hmm. talked about it, but it's yeah. complimenting a stranger a day. I do oh. it every day. Oh, I love that. I think I saw that on your content at some point. Did you yeah. talk about it at some point? Yeah, yeah. I have. I've talked and about it. Tell that. us why. I compliment one stranger a day and I will also like, anytime I go to the grocery store, I get an extra bouquet of flowers and then I will give it to someone in the parking lot. 
Sometimes Aww. I have to like be a little bit creepy and like follow people to their car because I'm like, <laughs> there aren't a lot of people here today. Uh, but I do it for myself. I love that. When I'm having a bad day, it's this storyline of like, I'm not any good. I'm not enough. That's usually what is at the heart of it. So like the best way for me to get back in touch with my goodness is by doing a good deed. And so instantly I feel like I'm a good person. It, so it's not completely all altruistic. It um Yeah, it, make, it know, makes you feel good and it makes like you just make someone's day. That's yeah, wonderful. I mean, completely. Completely. Yeah. yeah, I swear by I that. I love that. It shuts down those automatic negative thoughts that we all have, right? It yes. like quiets it Gets down. you outside of yourself. Yeah. 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 That's great. All right. So you gave us the play-by-play of the routine. What's the five-minute flow? How, how are you going to yeah. get out the door quickly if the Uber's right around the corner? That was this morning for me, literally, before I had to jump onto something. So the one, so I have, I've been underpainting, which I swear by mm. doing, you know, the contour or bronzer and the blush, whatever underneath, whatever kind of foundation you're wearing or tinted sunscreen, but I have been using this slip tint. By oh, slip. I use it. Oh, I love really. it. So good. It's I'm, my favorite. I'm obsessed with it. So good. I'm obsessed with it. I love the Ilia skin tint too, but like, this is my newest obsession and this um, concealer by Natasha Denona. Oh, I've heard of, yeah, I've heard Best of it. concealer but I, I mean, I've ever used. Really? Best concealer I've ever used. Yes. Yes. Nice. And you could like bring it down. If you're not wearing anything else, you can bring it down a bit and just spot treat. And it's right. like a and just use that as like your foundation. Yeah. yeah. So that is like huge. And then I will be like very much like a multi-use person where if I'm putting a little bit on my lip, I'll just like, dab, you know, dab it on, make yeah. do. And then Thrive Mascara is my jam. I use that with a CoverGirl primer. Perfect. I don't. Nice. Yeah. Just quick out the door. Easy. Easy, simple. Yeah. yeah. But you know what it is? Don't, don't you feel like it's the high maintenance to be low maintenance thing? Because I so do true. so much with my skincare. It's so true. I don't 100%. need to do that much. I don't yeah. need to do that much. Yeah. I also find, and Katie and I have talked about this before, like the older you get, the less makeup you need to, you, if you're taking care of your skin, like yeah, makeup doesn't look as good. It's like, cause your texture is different. So like the less you can wear, the better, but to your point, you got to do a lot of stuff to make it where your skin looks good. So you don't really have to wear much, but just like a little thing here or there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Too much makeup, the older you get, I feel like is it ages people. It ages right? you. It totally yeah. does. It totally but does. But the base totally has to be that. in shape. The skin's got to be yeah. on point. All right. Yeah. Nice. So I know what your, um, how you maintain your daily nirvana. I remember what you said last time. I'm curious what it is this time, if it's the same or not. How do you maintain yeah. it? Meditation's huge for me. Yeah. That's like, oh, that's one of the big, I mean, it's a non-negotiable. It has totally changed my life where I'm just so much less reactive yeah. to external circumstances. It grounds me in something really solid. So that's huge. And also daily movement, exercising, yeah. like some kind of daily movement, whether it's, you know, walking, doing an incline walk in the morning, going to a, you know, a bar class just like working my body out. Yeah. It's, just like something yes. you got it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And you've been Oops. practicing transcendental meditation for years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Katie, weren't you doing that at some point? I did. You, I, you oh. inspired me to find the Westport or the, you know, the Fairfield County representative here. And I started working with her. It's like a year ago. I had up with it for a while. I've, I've, I've fallen off. I need to go to one yeah. of the, you know, like refreshers. refreshers. Yeah. I mean, where they just, just to get you back in. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, you know, meditation is one of those things where people always feel like I'm not good at it. And it's just like, nobody's good at it. You right. Know? Right. Right. It, it goes against everything in us as a human to like, so true. it's hard. To I, I, underwater. Yeah. I appreciate it when I do it. I really don't do it a lot, but when I do it, yeah. I appreciate it so much. Um, and I have to, I feel like at least for me, cause I'm not, I, I don't do TM or anything like that. I'll just do like a Melissa Wood health, like just mm -hmm. someone guiding me and that helps but I really need to force myself to do it more. Cause you're right. Like every time I do it, I feel so much more grounded. I just like so much mm -hmm. more you know? grounded. Put it in your present. calendar. If you, that's the way that I implement a new habit is I put it in yeah. my calendar. I, I put it in my phone, repeat every day. Yeah. Well, I have my, I, I put this on our Instagram, but I have my, like my yearly mood board on my screensaver as my phone. Oh, I love it's like that. the best, literally the best tip. Like we're Katie and I are both in year, year two of doing this. It takes two seconds. You like do it on your, um, well, this one, I, I think I made this. What one do you make the mood board on? So you basically, you could do it a super easy way or you could make it more complicated, but the super easy way to do it is you take nine photos from your phone. Like you could just find inspo anywhere. Like it's a yeah. quote on Instagram. It's something from Pinterest, whatever. You just take those last nine photos in your phone, you screenshot it and you put it as a screensaver. It's like the easiest thing. This, I think I made in like Canva, which took me two seconds, but I just took a bunch of things. I literally downloaded it and now it's on my screen. And no, so it's like my reminders of all my things that I want to focus do that. on. I'm it's writing good it down. It is the best because I've been, every year I always have these things and it's like, I write it down and then I never look at it. And this is like, I started doing it's it with like the nine, the nine photos, but then I was like, wait, I want to add more things. So then I, of course, like wanted to make a fun collage, but the easiest way is just like take a screenshot of those last nine photos. Or twelve, I don't know if it's nine or twelve, whatever it is. I yeah. just, I just wrote it down. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we want to see yours. You. So it's, it's, big, it's, it's fabulous. Tip. Yeah, I um, I love it. And I actually, there's this quote on here that I had last year, and I carried it over to this year. And my husband was like, "Will you send me that quote?" Which was so cute. Oh, um, I love that. And the quote is, and it's by this person, Judy Holler, who's actually just like she's like a keynote speaker. I've just been following her for years. And the quote is, "Assume the best will happen." which I love because how many times are we always like, oh, like you always think negative. You're like, oh, what if this mm -hmm. happens? What if this happens? Da, 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 da. My husband's like very skeptical about everything. So like he saw that quote and he was like, oh, can I have that? And I was like, yeah. Um, I mean, the fact it's, it's that he's open philosophy. to that too. The fact I know. That he, I mean, yeah. That's so it's like such a good thing to think about because there's so many times, right, where you're like thinking through something and then sometimes I'll just change my mindset and I'll be like, but what if this happens instead? You know, yeah. even, even yeah. with my kids, like a basketball game, well, what if I do bad or what, blah, blah, blah. but what if you don't, what if this happens? Right. right? right. It's like, right. It's right. That mind if you're going to spend time projecting the future, you might as well do it positively. Project exactly. for what you want. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Well, like I said, we could talk all day, but this has been so I good. Know. Thank you for your time. So We're so yeah, excited for you. Everybody check out Kat Ashmore's book, Big Bites. And of course, she's on Instagram and TikTok and all the things. Um, 
We love it. We love you. Thank you so much for coming back. Congratulations on everything. And we will chat soon. Can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.